But we we Michelle, are you drafting? <laughs> nah, that's shit, I, I put a few I put a few things in like the queue, but uh, I don't even know what that's gonna do. Uh, <laughs> Just I, all I know is I took my nigga Saquon off top. That's about it. Other than that, I might let it go. Trash, you're the top Joe had the top pick? Yeah, but the shit sucks. I'm assuming to get him, he had was the top pick. Yeah, top two at least. Yeah, but that, I mean, first pick in a snake draft and shit, it's like, I mean, you get your nigga, but you got to wait. It's almost better to be the last nigga. Nah, it don't be better to be none of that shit. You sound stupid. Nah, you get too, get too like, especially in like the, with a little bit Yeah, I'm actually right. could be drafting on my phone. Yo, Alex, focus from the this. beginning and the top of the list. You know what I mean? <clears throat> all right, you ready? Ben recording. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this podcast. We are the Better Than You pod. Coming back at you another week. What show on? I never know what show on. I'm going to say 34. Nah, that's like 33, God. Yeah, it's 33, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. close enough. <clears throat> you stupid. Nah. Yo, let's go around the room. B, what's good? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm popping. Stay popping. You already know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? Year. <laughs> this is the Cordy to You podcast. <laughs> Yo, Saquon, Saquon Joe, what's good? Nah, nah, man, it's good over here, you know, shout out to the Giants and shit, nigga showed up, that first game showed up, (laughs) nah, they showed up, they just ain't play well. Oh yeah, right, they did show up, they just didn't. What the fuck does that be, nigga, like, just being there? Yeah, attendance, (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) Fuck is this nigga talking about? He's like, oh, they showed up, didn't play well. So yeah, that mean they was actually around. So fuck. Yeah, but I fuck it though. Let's, let's get it going, man. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get All into right. it. Um, well, I don't want to say it's a somber moment anymore. You know, it's 18 years after the fact. I mean, since New York got his two front teeth knocked out since 9/11. Wow. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure all of us have vivid memories because I believe that's probably the only. That's something I think for our age group. That's something that'll stick with all of us, because we were either all watching television. I'm, I'm sure we were all watching TV when it happened. I mean, I'm from New York. I was waking up drunk, nigga. That's what yeah, my nigga, I was in college. Me and Joe was in college, I was I was literally coming from class. I'm, no, I was literally in a class, and this white chick run into the class. It was French class, too. This white chick run into the class. was like, oh, classes are canceled today. Something happened at the World Trade Center. And like, you know, remember at the time, like, something always used to happen at the World Trade Center. So I was like, all right, fuck it. My sister just came back from um, Mexico. She gave me, um, you know, a bottle of tequila, some shit. So I go I, I, I go back to the um, to, to where I was living at and, and get my bottle and go to next door to where the chicks was at. It was like, yo, y'all want Drake? And they was there crying and shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's when it dawned on me because they couldn't find one of their friends who would work at Golden Sacks. And so it was just like, all right, damn, I need to find out what was going on. And so then I walked down to the student center and that's when I saw this shit. Like I saw the buildings and all the rest of that. 
Fun fact, I had worked at Merrill Lynch at the World um, Trade Center right before that. You know what I'm saying? I stopped working there because, you know, I had to get back to school and shit. So I knew that we weren't friends. I can't sit there and lie to you and say, like, I was friends with, a, with people who didn't make it. You know what I mean? But I knew and talked to enough people who did not make it. And that's kind of the thing that became real with me. Also, true, we got all our... um. Our our uh, television and shit. Like, if you didn't have cable, you got that shit from the World Trade Center, and so there was no television at the time. You know what I mean? Like, you were lucky to catch that radio state, the radio, and that, and that's when you really heard, like, you know, exactly kind of what was going on. If you weren't around people with cable or down at the student center and shit, that's my little tidbit. Oh, it's also my mom's birthday, and I was supposed to take the train home, and I remember all the emergency um, helicopters like flying overhead and shit. I'm down at Rutgers, right? So I'm wondering all the emergency helicopters are flying overhead, and and I found out that they shut the trains down, and I'm not not able to make it home. You know what I mean? And so that was another major thing, and all that. Yeah, my mom's birthday is tomorrow. Oh man, happy birthday! Happy right. birthday. You know what I'm saying? But yo, let me say my shit. Like I remember, I was a little tipsy from like the Monday night because fuck it, I was in college and shit. And I woke up to a phone call from uh, my boy and shit. One main nigga that used to drink with and shit, cut up last my dude. And he, and he, the nigga, like, even sober, this nigga sound a little drunk. So he hit me up, was like, yo, you heard about the World Trade? sound drunk, like, I'm the World Trade is on fire. I was like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, now nah, you all playing the World Trade Center, it's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, nigga, yo, I ain't got time for this shit. I'm sleeping, I got no class till, like, a little late. He's like, yo, we got class, yo, because the World Trade is on fire. I'm like, all right, whatever. I try to turn on my little TV, whatever. And in my, like, dorm room, the shit was hooked to, like, just the, like, the cable line and whatever, for whatever reason, shit. Then I turned on the radio, and I got, like, some AM stations that was talking about the shit. And I was like, oh, shit, this crazy. Then, of course, I went downstairs to where the common area was, and everybody's watching shit on TV whatever. And, um, nah, I mean, it, it was just crazy, especially being an RA at the time, because I didn't personally have anybody out there. But I think, like, a few of my residents had people that worked in or around the World Trade Center. So it was weird. It was like folks crying and shit. And on the whole campus, of course, there was definitely folks that had people over there. So I remember they had all the RAs. We had this big meeting and shit. And classes was canceled, of course. And um, we had this big meeting. We had to handle all of this like deep shit, you know, with the, with the, with the World Trade Center on fire and all this. And another thing, like my mother, she used to work like out in the World Trade Center, but she stopped working like a year or two ago, um, year or two before the shit happened. And, um, she was working at this um, place in Montclair. And after they heard about the first plane, like her and like the folks that she worked with, they went up to like Eagle Rock Reservation and shit. We get that clear view of the city. And um, when they was up there, the fucking second plane was like, that was like directly like in the path. They said they saw the second plane flying the fuck over there and go all the way over there. So I mean, 9-11 was some ill shit, you know what I'm saying? And just like going to school in Newark at the time, we could just see shit. Like, whenever you, like, drive off, you could, like, just see, like, just smoke for, like, ever and shit. And it was just crazy. That and shit lasted for a while. That yeah, smoke shit, shit, you know what I mean? Like, we was kind of off the shit, you know? We were like, 9-11 yeah. shit happened. Of course, it's, you know, stuck with you. But it didn't, like, crazy shit. We was in college. I don't fun. We was drinking, smoking and shit, chilling. And, but, nah, that smoke stuck around longer than some of the feelings did, at least initially. Well, hold that. on, though, Joe, because I feel like, you know what I mean? Yo, my sister was an RA, too, you know what I mean, at the time and shit. 
And she was breaking up fights between, like, Israelis and Muslims at the time. That shit was getting crazy in her dorms over there at Rutgers. And for a while, and this is the unspoken shit, I know at Rutgers campus, they was putting signs around that, yo, you can't, like, just um, uh, violence is not going to be tolerated and you can't just be fucking people up, you know what I mean, uh, because of blah, 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 right? Like, that's how it was. They was, because... um. I, I remember my only real incident that I actually had to deal with it and like see it firsthand. I was going to like one of the stores around campus or whatever, and these white dudes just came in there and just started spazzing on these dudes, and they wasn't they wasn't even Arabs, they was Pakistani. But you know, white people at that time didn't understand what the hell was going on. Yeah. And another thing. Another thing that was going on, Joe, is this, and, and this is how I know it directly affected you, yo. This is how I know, because you, you'll remember it after I say this shit. You remember racial profiling was legal in the state of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They were profiling us and pulling us to the side of the road, right? They stopped as soon as 9-11 happened, because they yeah. didn't give a fuck about us anymore. Nah, and it's mm. funny, and it's funny, because I just want to speak on, I, I've mentioned this before, you know, on the pod, just like in Kava, I think on the pod, but, um, when we had the big RA meeting, it was a real diverse group of happy ass motherfuckers, and me and a couple of my niggas wanted to get some free money and shit. But um, we was all in this group, and it would be Sikh. Um, it was like about two Sikh RAs that wore the uh, had the, like the turban and shit, and then they started talking about like, like you know, like they were talking about how old shit's hard for them because they and, like the backlash of that shit, and they thought they was Muslims because they had the head wrap. And I mean, with me. And a couple of the brothers then shit was like, so now you feel within like to be a nigga and shit. And I, I forget, I, we had one of these immigrant conversations on this pod. And one of the things that I think you and me, Brian, we was talking about, it was like, it was kind of like, a, like you just said, it was kind of like a good feeling and shit. It's like, okay, now it ain't about us. You know what I'm saying? White folks got another. I swear thing. it was, yo. It, it sounds bad because I, you know, nobody else, you know, if you're not one of us, and especially mm-hmm. you're not where from where we from at that period of time, you don't understand what we're saying to you. It was kind of a good feeling. It was, yo. It was. It, it, it almost was. felt like when you know how white folk races of different white folks came over here from different countries, and they right. was like the niggas for the time. It kind of felt like not totally, of course, but yeah. it felt like. It's new niggas. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. And we got slightly elevated, you know what I mean? Yeah, because, <laughs> like, y'all got to think. See, there's probably, if if you younger than us, like, you new generation, y'all, like, you probably, you know, like, you probably, you might have experienced racism, but, like, racism was way different back then. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't 60s level, but it was just way different. It wasn't overt. But there were certain things that just was, you know what I mean, that we were treated a certain way. Hip-hop was, was big, but it was still small. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't marketed. It was just, like, a thing, you know what I mean, that everybody really fucked with. And so they looked at the way we dressed, the way we talked. They looked at us as a people rising. Um, we were getting money. A lot of us, you know, getting money. We were, we were thinking. We were in. We were living middle-class lifestyles more than ever. You know what I mean? And it was a threat. It was a threat to America, really. Like, the, the, the whole landscape, the idea of America, you know what I mean? Like, we were, we were the original Obamas. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a million of us just popped up in their schools and, 
and in their neighborhoods and shit like that. They never seen anything like that before. <laughs> and so they was looking for anything to get on our heads at that period of time. And, you know, we were taking a lot of hits. And so just for the one time, you just got to breathe. And I, I, it sounds kind of weird, but like 9-11 was refreshing as fuck. And, and another thing is this, y'all. This is the thing that, that, that I always say to people, man. I don't understand all that 9-11 um, being a holiday memorial and shit. Like, yo, if I got punched in the mouth, man, I ain't going to bring that shit up every every year that I got punched in the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that shit is. I ain't going they back to that. Like, Didn't they like stop that. doing it? Yeah, but like, you, I, I'm just letting you know, like, that's how I, I said this multiple times, Alex. So it's not like me. Everybody who knows me knows that throughout this whole process, I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, y'all going to keep bringing this shit up? Um, we got punched in the mouth, dog. Like, let's not big this shit up every every year like that. You know what I mean? Let's not show the punch. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to, all right, this is the time. You, let's freeze frame this. They knocked us out right here. Like, that's some bullshit. Like, the fuck? That's yeah. how I felt about it. But whatever. Yeah. Yo, where was Ant? Yo, Ant, where the fuck was you at, like, 9-11? <laughs> was Ant doing anything? It's not something I talk about much. It's like a, it's a weird, it's not, it's not, it's like a, it's a strange thing between me and my father. Um, he was a firefighter in Newark for 25 plus years. So when it happened, they got the call. Well, pretty much everybody in this area, they got the call and they went across the bridge, the tunnel and everything else like that. And I didn't talk to him for like three days after that. And then he called me. He said, "He said, am I all right? I said, yeah, I'm fine. The question is, are you? He's like, kind of, sort of, but not really. And like I said, that years ago. So tomorrow, I don't expect to talk to him. Like every time 9-11 comes around, he turns off his phone. He doesn't talk to anybody. Like me and him took a road trip earlier this year to West Virginia to meet one of my relatives. So me and him were just sitting there talking. I was like, how come you never talk about it? He was like, it's just one of them things that I like it's not that I don't want to. It's just I don't want to express it. Like it's it's hard to imagine. Like you seeing the pictures and you seeing things on TV and how everything went and seeing the buildings fall and like I said, that's cool. That's television. But when you're there in the ground and you're seeing like tons of rubble and you're hearing people scream underneath and there's nothing that you can do and there's body parts here and pieces of somebody here and X, Y, and Z and People are panicking all over the place. No one knows what's going on. They're trying to get things organized. And like I said, in like the stench and the smell of it, like even though you got this full body fireman's gear on, like like he said, it just stayed in there for weeks. So he just like he like he had to order new gear. He had to toss that out. I mean, he had a gear for a while. He broke it in. And everything else said I just just couldn't do it. And having nightmares and just seeing it is like. If no one can imagine what war is like, like you're not, you don't have a rifle, you don't have a gun, but you're just on a rescue mission and you just had to come to the realization that it's utter destruction around you, it's chaos around you, and there's nothing that you can do. Like you, you're trying to do everything you can to try to save these people's lives. Said so people running up to them, crying like, I like my, my father was here, my mother was here, my daughter was here. Have you seen them? And like, like I say, just like I say, it's literally just the most dramatic and scary thing he's ever seen. And this guy has been fighting fires for 20 years. Just like the 
unimaginable horror that he went through. It's like that's something that we don't talk about. It's just it's like it's, it's a kind of weird thing that we have. Like I get it and I understand. I want to understand deeper, but it's like I gotta respect the man's space. Like this is just something I just I went through and I experienced, and I just can't talk about it. And then I remember my my aunt who was working in Newark at PSENG. She went over there, I think, twelve hours later because they had they were trying to figure out the power situation. So they said we wanted volunteers to hand out water and anything else like that. So if the first responders needed it, anything to that nature. So I remember her going over there, and then I, I was at her house that night, and she got in like four in the morning, and she was all covered covered in dust and soot, and she just sat down in the couch, and I looked at her, I was like, I'm like, Auntie, you okay? And she just looked me dead in the eyes and started crying, like. I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. Like, and that's all she said. And she just sat there and just put her hands in her face and just cried for 10 minutes straight. She couldn't stop. The thing is like, I mean, she's passed away, but she went back over there the next couple of days and still try to help out with the efforts and so on and so forth. But I mean, it's, it's, in a, it's an American tragedy. And like I said, those are just two personal experiences that I had. I can imagine the people who were, miles and miles who lived in completely different states who had family that lived in that area or, or worked in those buildings and you're kind of just watching them die on tv or you just panic or worried about what what can i do where are they at and they're and like wow. i said everything's all fucked up there's no signals there's no phone everyone's calling every line's blocked up i can't get in touch with this person i, I i'm trying to text i can't do that it was just a complete and utter panic i mean it's just something that especially for us because it was like the national tragedy that we like experienced firsthand. I guess for the older generation, it was like watching TV and watching the space shuttle explode. All right, I get that, but this is like, it's New York City. It's like, you don't expect it to happen here to those buildings that were so iconic that stood the test of time. I mean, think, yeah, you know, I don't think, know. I mean, back in elementary school when they did that janky shit, ran up in there with that van and shit, and I couldn't watch cartoons when I got home. Um... The one that Biggie yeah. referenced and shit, where they be taking it out on Hot ninety seven, trying to get paid yeah, for um, the World Trade. But yo, before before uh, before I don't mean to cut you, Brian, but yo, as soon as Anthony started talking, started talking about his pops, I started hating immediately because I see my pops maybe three times in my life, yo. But <laughs> after a while, I started Anthony would tell this really like hard story. Yo, and salute to yeah, the pops, yo. Was... That first responder shit, them niggas was real. Um, and, and your aunt, um, all of that, man. That, that's that's. That's a real dope take. I ain't know he's gonna get it like that, um, out of this group and shit. Cause, but, but yo, that's what it is, man. That's what. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, like, like I said, man, I, I didn't, I, I didn't think, um, we were gonna go there either. That, that wasn't really, um, that wasn't really in that taking. Much respect to your dad, matter of fact, you know what I mean? Cause, response, you know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that matters. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we there, there's, there's probably several stories we could all come up with, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, of people we didn't, didn't come back around and shit like that. I guess, you know, you saw the angle me and Joe took, because it is a big time for us, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it changed our life. I, I always say, um, like, if you were 11 years old, say, during when, you know, JFK died and, and, and Martin Luther King Jr. died and all the rest of that stuff, like, you grow up in a mindset of thinking, you know, like, what do you do with your leaders? If you speak out, you get killed. You know what I mean? So the same thing in 9-11. If you were around 11 years old, you grew up in, a, in an era when terror was 
you know, that was that ruled the day. Like you, you, you got checked at the airport. You know what I mean? Your whole life is that. That's what you think. I, I don't know if we if we've evolved from that still. You know what I mean? It's we're in a terror environment. Like this, that's the world we live in. You know what I mean? And 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 so, regardless of what we say or what we might believe, like nine eleven changed everything for all of us. You know what I mean? Like the, regardless of what story we have, like it literally changed the way we look the way we view things and the way we have to navigate in society today. Whether whether if you black in America, man, you probably don't care as much about nine eleven as as, you know, like they try to make it seem on TV. Yeah. Because like, come on, man. Like there's a lot more ways we could die. There's a lot more threats. And the government is a way bigger threat than some terrorist to me. So like fuck it. Like I go on a plane, like I'm willing to take that risk. Like I'm willing to take the risk to go to the corner store. So it's not it's not that, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, we, a lot of times you'll hear it from us and we'll downplay that shit, but, you know, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? We can, we, we can move past this. I mean, well, one thing that we'll always, I mean, outside of the, the, the devastation of 9-11, one of the things that we'll always remember as hip-hop fans is that's the day that um, Blueprint came out for Jay-Z. And I oh, believe yeah. the Fab album was, was Ghetto Fabulous. The Fab album dropped that day as well. And, uh, you know, those, those days of living, I mean, and especially Blueprint being considered Jay's greatest yeah. album dropped yeah. on that, dropped on that day. I know that's something that, you know, we always remind that, you know, being hip hop as we, as we all are, I always think about that when 9-11 comes up, like, damn, the, one of the greatest albums of all time dropped on that day. Wow. As well. You know, on purpose. Because uh, he could Was that the time when Nicky's shit was like leaking a week early online? Um, yeah. right after that crazy. happened, though, right, 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 right after I might have already had this shit, and then like playing it like when the when the towers was falling. I don't know. It was it was leaked. You I'm might. Have, I don't remember when I got the um the, the blueprint. To be honest with you, because that was such a weird time. I know I didn't have it on nine eleven because that was such a weird time. Like I yeah. know I w- I didn't make it to the to the store then, but it was you know what I mean. Like it, it you might have had this shit, but I don't think. I'm gonna be honest I, with you. I, I think at, right after that is when is when shit started leaking like really heavy. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, I, like I, I remember that when I was when I was an RA that um that that I only did for like a semester and shit. They kind of ran me out the bitch, but that's cool. I started my modeling um business with my partner and shit like a semester after my own little room somewhere. But anyway, I remember that year. Um, that like winter break or something like that. Maybe it was before that. I let my man's like borrow like like my whole CD catalog and shit. And he ain't bring the shit back and I asked for it back because I think I took all my shit, put it on digital. So mm. I think that's when I kind of stopped buying CDs a lot. Like and then it was just illegally downloading and shit. It was taking a long time to download shit though around that time, God. Oh, you know what? You know, <laughs> damn, that's my age. When you said that, was that around the time when shit first started leaking? I'm thinking, what you talking about? You could go to Jamaica Avenue and get anything, but you mean online? Yeah, right? like Napster right. type shit. Okay, okay. Damn, my age is showing. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, um, nah, so I'm, so I'm kind of wondering because I don't, I don't, I don't know if I ever had the blueprint on on this. That was around the time when my shit like just started to just be all digital because it's like fuck it. But um, but nah. But speaking of the album though, just the time. I mean, 
that was like the shit. Like I remember riding around, I think before the album came out and maybe the shit was already out, but Ace to the Izzo was like the single and shit. I forget when it dropped, but I remember listening to it, I think that shit kind of trash and shit. Then I realized it was Jay-Z, I'm like, oh shit hot. And I played I still, <laughs> like and I remember my man was like, yo, you's on Jay-Z dick. I'm like, I ain't on Jay-Z dick, man. He's like, we've been said that shit, but then like that kind of proved it. Like as soon as I realized it was Jay-Z rapping, I'm like, oh now this is hot. He was like, see, I'm like, all right. I'll be on Jay-Z Big Pause, man. That's one of the greatest rappers of the generation and shit. And that Fab yeah. album, like, I went back and played it not too long ago, what? and I'm like... Okay, what's the, was that the Breathe album? What album is that? What's on no, that's, the, that's the first shit. That's the, um, the Holler Brown. Oh, that was the first album. I'm on uh, yeah. the shit with uh, Nate, though. Yeah. I ain't, never, I ain't gonna lie. I never listened to it. I, I liked it. I liked the production and shit that... Uh, For real? Yeah, can't deny, I like was that uh, can't deny it on this shit. But not that Nate shit. That was the the, the rider shit. Um, whatever the fuck he called it. And he had nah, man. He had like fucking um the Neptunes did Holla back. Of it. <laughs> yeah, the Neptunes did that back shit. Man, nah, it was it was a it was a good album. But I can't deny it was the shit. Yo, how did Holla back shit go again, Alex? <laughs> Holla back, nigga. <laughs> Oh God! Don't do that again. Now you got traded. Now you got traded all with jagged edge and shit. In that Timber, in that Timberland set, I love hey, that dude. Fuck, you know that right now. Right, Underdog, put that yeah. on the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But, yeah, salute no. to those. Um, anyone um, may have lost their live one, may have lost a loved one on 9/11. Again, or like we said, it's pal- CD on 9/11. If you lost it. <laughs> Oh my bad. You know what though? I ain't gonna lie to you, um, um, Joe. Yeah. Yo, you know why you right? Is because um I had the album. Wait, what what came before Blueprint? Um uh, Rock Life Familiar joint. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that wasn't yeah, Rock Life Familiar. All them shits was coming out early, matter of fact. So you probably right, yo. But they it was hard to download them shits, but you right, yo, they was coming out early though. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So that's so like I was saying. Go ahead. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Just a salute to everybody who may have lost their life. Excuse me. Who may have well, lost a loved one? Ain't listening. Yeah. Who may have <laughs> loved <laughs> it at that time? And I mean, obviously now the city has moved past because <laughs> they uh, there's a huge. Uh, I, I forgot what they call the area now. Um, <laughs> uh, they built the they built the uh, tower back bigger and stronger this time going forward. But on to Drake. What? It's successes. Oh, the Drake. The Drake. Oh, oh man. man. All right, let's just go, man. All right, let's go. <laughs> Hella nasty. Now, um, on to Drake and uh, his new Netflix series. Not his new Netflix series. But yeah, let's... the first series. Bringing in Netflix called Top Boy. I'm going to let you and Joe go into it because y'all have been going crazy back and forth. I know you haven't seen at least, the, I guess, the first two seasons. I mean, I want to oh. set it up and then let Joe talk because... Because, like, first of all, it's not Drake's show. Really what it is is the show is I out said there. Drake's first show he's bringing to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, Drake, but the show was out there. And, um, mm-hmm. they, had two, they did two seasons. And if you watch, you know what I mean, like, the, the, the second season kind of ends stupid. You know what I mean? It was, it was like, dag, like, you're really going to end mm. it like this? And after a while, like, the shit draws you in. Like, that show... It starts out really slow and then draws you in crazy and then it just gets super lit. You know what I mean? And 
apparently Drake was a fan of it, just like, you know, a lot of other people who are international. I Like, I really wasn't fucking with it at first because, you know, the British people, like, it was, it sounded kind of stupid at first to me, but whatever. But, so Drake, I, I guess, fucked with it and, you know, brought the show and so he's bringing it back so that they can have, like, third and fourth seasons and et cetera. And, you know, they got he got a Netflix deal on to Joe. Uh, yeah, like, the show, I think me and Brian was both in the same place. Like, we heard about the show years back and then kind of put it on at a time when niggas weren't really, like, super, like, ready to dive into the shit. You right. just heard a couple of niggas talking with a kind of heavy British accents, which, after watching it for a sec, you pretty much, like, forget the shit, you know? You pretty much just understand everything they're saying for the most part. But at first. But at first, it's like, ah, what? This is dry as fuck. Yeah, but I got to say, it was like the first two seasons. Um, well, the first season was in like 2011 or whatever. It was four episodes and they're 45 minutes long. And they really told a good story. Right. Like, they really told a good story. Um, and it's, it's about pretty much about these two dudes who are... Um, trying to like run the run the summer house like estates it's kind of like the mm. projects or whatever what is that and like the drug trade and shit and how they had to like do what they had to do to rise up and the second oh. season oh, what? no also also true it has every british actor that we ever heard of on the show like everybody but idris is on the shit like even the chick shuri from um black panther the movie, like all of them are there. You know what I mean? You know, Think I about was it, Joe. Where the fuck she was from for like the for like the first like five minutes? So I seen, I was like, oh shit! All right. right. Like the chick from Chewing Gum. Like everybody, everybody that that's British, that acted, that's black was on that shit. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you. Go ahead. Oh, but no, nah, no. Nah, I was just saying that that first season was really, really good. That second season. Um, I like the first better, but the second had like its parts and shit. And it was telling the story, but like you said, it kind of ended like weird. And mm. the shit with me is that I'm wondering if they knew when they finished that second season they wasn't coming back, or if they thought they were coming back. You know, and it's something, it's something I'm worried about with um, the. I saw the trailer for the new shit. It, 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 I can't tell if it's good or bad, if it's just whatever. But yeah. it's been six years since. Um, that second part ended. So what I'm seeing from this, like, it's pretty much a reboot. They call it season three or series three, but it's pretty much a reboot with Drake putting his name and some money behind it. And they went and got the two main dudes or whatever, um, Duchesne and Sully. But it seems like everything else is pretty much just, I don't know, one of the niggas probably went to jail. You know, so they both went to jail or someone came home and they fell off. That's what I got from the trip. Somebody went to jail. I think Sully went to jail. But it's all about how they're going to try to rise back up. But they've been gone for like six years. And after watching The Wire, as many times as I watched The Wire and shit, I know that they be different kingpins like a like two years and shit, if that's accurate. So I guess they had to come back and try to like take over the projects again, become the dope boy, kingpins, whatever the fuck. So I'm going to watch it because the first two were pleasantly surprised that they were like as good as they were. And, um, you know, Shout out to Drake for that's some ill shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can do anything he want, but it's like you look at the show. He like, like a show so show. much, you be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna buy that shit." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, y'all didn't end this shit right, man. Nah, fuck that, I'm gonna buy it. You know what I mean? <laughs> International <laughs> Drake. That should sound dope, actually. You right? Yeah, so your end. Did you um? I know you 
into a lot of the film did you or TV stuff? Did you watch it or did you see it? No, nah, I'm not watching that till I finish Snowfall. What? I'm not watching that till I finish Snowfall. Oh, okay. Yo, weird, cause it's not dropping till it's not dropping till November. Hey, yeah, he's a weird nigga, B. Just watch that November. shit. What the fuck? What does Snowfall got to do with this shit? Because I'm way more interested in that shit than some British shit. You can watch two shows. Friday, Alex. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Joe? You said you said something wasn't dropping till November. Yeah, I said it, I said doesn't it drop in November or is it no, dropping? Nah, Friday, Top Boy drops on Friday. That's what oh, okay. right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's why I even mentioned it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a British setup of like five, six episodes? Yo, it, it's, yeah, it's mad. All right, I'll check it out. That's how the British do it, man. They just do short, you know what I mean? It don't really take much, Ant. Yeah, and I, I, watched off, <laughs> I watched the fucking eight episodes like when I came off or came off. Oh, is that again. short? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, we, yeah it's really good. like that. It's like. Six, six, six episodes of the season. Like, that's it? Like, yep. Yeah. But, like, um, but okay. for most BBC shows, though, it'll be longer than 45 minutes. So it'll be, like, an hour and a half an episode. So, but for this, for, for Top Boy, it's only 45-minute uh, episodes, and there's two four-episode four seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what they did with that first season to just be, like, four episodes, I guess it was more like a movie. In a way, just kind of broke. It was it. They they really like really got me with that first season. That's how the Brits are. Yo, do you watch a lot of BBC shows? Because mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Like the Sherlock shit is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of them shits. Hell, you Luther, watch the Downton, obviously. Downton Abbey is that? Nah, BBC that sounds fruity. Like I I don't watch the those type of ones. I watch the good ones, Alex. I don't so, know. Everybody like, talks about <laughs> that show like it's hot, like it's popular. Yeah, no, nah, there's a lot of women that into that, but I don't. Um. But I watched like Luther. Um, yep. I watched Sherlock. Uh, there's another one I watched. I can't think of it. This blonde white lady that that's um, like a police officer, but she's mad gangster and be sleeping with mad people. Yeah, it's it's British. The, some of the British shows are kind of dope, y'all. No, well, I guess we'll be looking for. You know what? Um, Top Boy. We didn't really have it on there. Yeah, Top Boy and Friday. I know we didn't really have it on the. Um, to talk about, but I definitely want to mention. Um, well, I guess it's the third installment of the Hip Hop Evolution. Oh, that shit is dope. And, and I've said I've said this for a while. Ever since I saw the first two that were out on Netflix, that that's probably the greatest hip hop documentary that I've ever seen because it's so accurate. I really never had nothing to yeah. dispute or I had questions about. Like he asked every question he and every question was answered about hip hop. It's one of the most in depth looks into the history of hip-hop ever and i suggest anybody who's anybody who's ever been interested in hip-hop or who likes hip-hop that's something you should watch to just understand how you got from point a to where we are right now because it's an important story that needs to be told and especially being the leading you know culture in the in the world right now we definitely need i mean sorry that story definitely needs to be told and it's told correctly here and you have it on netflix which everybody has access to to see and now the third episode i'm sorry the third installment i'll say dropped uh i guess last week friday if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah no i mean i remember when you said it um um alex you were like yo this is the best and you know i had already watched it but you made me think about it like yo you're right you know what i mean this is probably the best i mean it's not even probably like it is the best uh hip-hop documentary i've 
literally ever seen. He put so much stuff into that, and he got every, interviews from everybody uh, with that, and it was just like, it's just dope. There's nothing you could take away from it except for just saying, man, this is just, he did a great job, man. Right. He did a great job. He got you into tell everybody. Like he cared, you, tell, you can tell like he cared about what he was talking about and what he, that he wanted to make sure that he took care of the information that he was bringing in. He did the yeah. research. He spoke to the right people. He sought those people out to bring the correct information. You know, like, I really respect that dude a lot. Like, I've even... Yeah. You DM'd him and said, yo, just thank you. He responded, but yeah, I was saying, this was a while ago. I was like, yo, like thank you. Yeah, man, yeah, when I see some shit. Nah, but no, no perspective. That, that shit, shit was ill. Like, that shit really was great, um, uh, Joe. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, no, no, salute. Yeah, I mean, it gotta be to have a heterosexual male like Alex. I was like, yo, I dig your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Yeah, I, I fuck with it. Like, that was the shit to me. As a, as a as a lover of hip hop, that shit meant something. That shit meant something to me. It, it did, man. It was a lot. Like it, it was. You know what it was, man. It was like even though I might have known a lot of the stuff. Yeah. It was just like I'm glad that it's out there, man. Because you don't always. It's not always out there. You know what I'm saying? It's not always there for people to to be able to embark embark on that that hip hop journey with the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like he really told that story, man. And I, I I enjoyed it, man. He got into even Tupac and Biggie, and, and he did it in a right way, man. He did it in a, a good, little respectful way, and all that too. I just liked it all, man. Yeah. So, so Lou, if you do, like I said, if you have a chance, um, definitely go ahead and check that out. Uh, speaking of music, we had the reigning queen of hip hop, Nicki Minaj. Huh? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, who? Hold on. He said the reigning queen. <laughs> yes, I mean. She not the reigning queen. queen. She can She she was the reigning. The reigning queen yeah. of hip hop is Cardi B. B. Ooh, man. Yeah. Cardi, who man? You say Cardi? Yeah, it's Cardi B. Cardi B is the reigning queen of hip hop. Yeah. Now Nicki was the queen for a very very long time. She was, and she created a new channel and network for a lot of people. You know, she's similar to like Lil Kim did. Um, no matter of fact, man. We'll see. Well, let's say she the legend. Yeah, she's a she's a legend. But hold on, more than I think, more than the more I think about it, let me let Alex get into this, Dan, because I mean to cut you off, Alex. Oh yeah, I I got some thoughts. Oh yeah, no, I was just saying that she um was retiring, and she she specifically sought to the uh was retiring to the fact of that she's getting married and she's gonna focus on having children. (laughs) At this point in time, she wants to put all her efforts into doing that. So salute to Nikki. I, yo, I, I mean, yo, she's yo, a legend. Remember when the queen of hip hop was pregnant, dropped that number one album, and kept rocking, baby, kept rocking, dropped videos, one grand. Yeah. Yo, the reigning queen is like L, yo. But, but no, but but real shit though. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. I kind of wish she did this like a few years ago and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When um. You know, people really kind of like, I don't know the, the news. Yeah, you know, yeah, like now it's kind of like, I then. You know what I mean? Like, what's the what's difference up? between what was going on anyway? You, we, we, we was watching Meg the Stallion anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Giving people the boats and all that. So, Drop I the mean, boat. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, understand what Nikki, but it seemed like another attention move for Nick. Nah, you know, I mean, look, we all know what this is. This is a move. She's going to retire. She's going to have a family. She's going to have a baby that she's going to make a return. 
everybody loves a return. She's going to have this nice return when she's probably like around, she's 37 now, I believe. So like, you know, 38, 39, she'll come back and drop something. And, you know, she'll move into that. She's in that, she's in that legacy mode right now. In terms of she, the, the amount of stuff that she's dropped with the, the brand that she's created, she's in the, she's in the, she's in the space all by herself. It's not um, like she got a whole bunch of music that niggas could just pull from. Like, you know what I mean? Come on, man. Honestly, let me keep it real with you. Nikki followed the whole the whole little Kim blueprint, but she just mm, plumped what? up her ass a little bit more. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it it really there's nothing really like I get it because at the time when she was doing it, there was nobody else really there and she was part of one of the hottest teams ever, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like we gotta get that respect, no disrespect to 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 um to Nikki and all that, but you know it looked funny under light because as soon as competition came around, like who the fuck is Nick? You know what yeah, I mean? And, and she ran like it's it, it's like it's like she showed she was petty, got upset, threw her little fits, and then ran away. And come on, Nick, you know what I mean? Like come on, man, what what are we respecting about this shit? I mean, I feel like Nicki Minaj finally gave us a good album. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And then yeah, she just, realized yeah, yeah. it was way too late and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, she put probably she put probably a whole year worth of 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 good power a uh, good powerful lyrics and and songs and shit like that into that shit. You know what I mean? Really working hard. And niggas was like, yeah, all right, but you know what I mean? You way past time, Barty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it's a I mean, it's not you know. I mean, you could really, as a as a as a as a woman that's done a lot of things that she's done in the game and being as successful as she is. What's she done? No, no, no. She's been successful. Let's not. Oh, yeah. Like, let's oh, not. No, no, of course. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Good, I'm not talking about. We're, we're talking about two different things. That's why I say I. Yeah. Her music is not for me. Like I'm not revisiting Nikki's music. Like you know, if I hear a little Kim song come on or you know. Whatever that but song, but for a while I thought through. like that shit. That shit rings out to that. That resonates with you know my wife and you know with people from my generation. I'm not sure. I've always said I don't know the song, the Nicki song that you go through. That's uh, not pills just, and potions. But but for real, but for real, like, what I would say, yeah. But for what I would say is like the language, the language behind Nicki was like, yo, that she's an icon and she was a groundbreaker. You know what I mean? And she didn't really break any ground. Like, and I, it took me to have this conversation with y'all to realize that, like, there's no ground mm-hmm. I'm seeing that Nikki ever really broke. You know what I mean? That's the thing I'm looking at. Yo, Nikki, she was, she did a lot. Nikki just got all of the looks, just a multiplied version of like now motherfuckers get money that like Foxy and like Kim and like Eve were like would have got it. They were like around at this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, she pretty much like stepped in, like you said, with the colorful wigs and all that shit, and the little Kim style or whatever. And I mean, the thing is, Nikki could rap, you know what I'm saying? And rapping got people to look at her, and especially as she got the Barbie shit and made more motherfucking look at it. And especially when she plumped up the ass like consistently, they got the look. But the fact is, Nikki just happened to be at the right place at the right time when Wayne signed Drake and Wayne remained as hot as he was, and Drake was that fucking phenomenal that he actually became was able to become a thing next to Lil fucking Wayne who was like this hottest thing and Nikki was just a perfect person to fill out the fucking threesome because she was there. Yeah. Now, do I think you could plug in any chick that was trying to come up 
when Nikki was coming up to do it. I don't think you could plug in anyone, but I'm pretty sure you could have plugged in like a couple of other chicks and they would have been able to ride that wave as good or almost as good as Nikki has. The thing with Nikki, I think she stayed retired. Oh, she stayed retired from rap because like Alex said all the time, Nikki music was trash, but he said more so because it was pop shit and not really like rapping shit. But we all kind of respected this last album. And if you finally making good music and nobody cares, do your acting shit. You know what I'm saying? Deflate your ass a little bit like Kate Michelle did so don't look so funny. You know what I'm saying? And then go do more movies. I liked him on uh, Barbershop. Yeah. The ass was too fucking crazy. That yeah. it was like comical, it was like a joke. But she did good acting in that. Deflate the ass a little bit so it looks normal. It can be fat, but not that much. You might be able to be on the next version of Power and shit. True, fucking, true. Um, 50 was going on with the Breakfast Club talking about their power. Um, this shit's going to end, but the next shit's going to go right Tiana into Taylor. it. He was looking at, he was looking at, at stars, you know what I mean? He yeah. was looking for them. Yeah, and I think Mary in that shit. So I mean, yeah, Mary's uh, in it. I mean, salute to Nicki Minaj. I don't know if Ant got something profound to say about Nicki Minaj and shit. Um, oh, like, talk about it. Yeah, how you feel about Nicki? I'm sorry, no. That's my nigga right there. He talking about the important shit. She do? He like, fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't argue for I mean, she not, she not retiring. She going away for a little while, but she'll be... Yeah, back. that's what I said. Man, I no think she's done, man. No she should. She retired if you could... Yo, you think Joe Budden coming back? I, no, I no, think... yeah, but that's two different things. Yeah, She's doing yeah, this yeah. For what, exactly for what B said. There's going to be attention. There's going to be the we love you, Missy. Um, it's Missy. The we love you, uh, Nikki. And then she'll triumphantly make a... She'll triumphantly make a return to music. And then there'll be a whole thing. Take Megatron and Starships and whatever other songs I don't know the names of. Take that shit to fucking Las Vegas and shit when you like 50. And you get tired of being fucking uh, at home residency. and shit. Yeah, get a residency. Get a, everybody. will definitely get one of like Nikki and shit. Oh, yeah. No, she, she could definitely. She dressed like it already. So just all the shit she just wears, shit, just go there and wear it. Put a little more like, what's that shit? Like sequence on the shit and dance, nigga. Yo, Nikki gonna be able to make money however she want to make money and shit. Oh, she can. And, yeah. And, and, and I like the fact, and honestly, I like this retirement shit, whether it's for good or just for play because... Fuck it, yo. Man, you, you gave us, you finally gave us good music and we listened to it, said that was great, then we are never playing it again. Just because we don't fuck with you like that. You've been giving us trash for years. Yeah, that power shit, trash, though. Yeah. That power shit, though. Nikki and Power would be kind of dope. Nikki and Power would be dope and shit. She could stand it for Lala. She might be Lala ass. Yeah, she would be like, way better than Lala. Yo, she would body that shit, yo. She yo, would. She body would. Nick? Wow. Oh, my God. Nigga, I'm thinking about that shit. Man, maybe she, maybe Fifth could put her on to like the new shit. Hope they kill Lala like the next week or something. Yeah, hopefully, like the way they was talking about that shit, like like she's she's starting to get down. She's doing crimes mm-hmm. and shit now. Nah, she gotta die. Yeah, she ain't. Somebody gonna kill her. They'll be like, oh, she's that too stupid. talking about power? Yeah, they'll be like, oh, she's too stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Stupid <laughs> people get killed. Stupid ass. I don't know. And you got anything on it? I mean, we could we could break. Niggas keep on asking. Yeah, because this is shit. And watch power. Yeah, but and don't have nothing to say ever. So, not nah, it yo. just yo. It's it's just it's terrible writing, terrible acting. I, I hate when it's like they're leading you somewhere. Like 
of course, it looks like Lala's going to die because she's not built for this. Every time she like try to get involved, like like she shows up to a, a meeting full of gangsters dressed like she just came off the runway. Like, all right, relax. This come on, this, this ain't you. Like you're trying to play the part, but this is not what she's supposed to be doing. She was worried about her kid and the gun and everything else. That now she fucking Tony Montana. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. Didn't need to hurry up and kill her like episode four or five. Everyone's happy. Then we just move on with the show. Yeah, man. Give, give it. Actually, now keep the ass around. I, I was about to like, say, she all right, like, man. I'm a couple more episodes because that fatty is rad. Y'all niggas be good money for that. I like the niggas acknowledged it when she popped up and shit. Why? Even though I think even though the time will kill him. Yeah, man. I mean, but yeah, like they, like I, I you right, like I like the fact that they, they didn't act like it didn't exist. Like, nah, that's a for real ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that shit. Yeah, but nah, I mean, the episode as a whole, like, um, I wasn't moved. I wasn't moved. I'm glad to see Dre back in the mix somehow. Um, he he was he was a pretty high point, pretty good point for like most of the last seasons, I think. But um. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. know. There's nothing else to say about that shit. Fuck yeah, power. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna keep on watching though. So yeah, not really fuck power. Yeah, 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 and, you know, I mean, because Ghost, Ghost annoy me and shit, yo. Yeah, I mean, I Ghost mean, is trash, yo. He don't follow the rules. Everything going on in this nigga life, he, all he's talking about is his Queen's child project for his dead daughter, who he don't really be seen to be mourning that much. Right. Real. Even, I, don't, I ain't seen him mention Raina once and shit, really. <laughs> like... It was all a thing before, but they killed Angela and shit, this Puerto Rican bitch that broke up your family. Like, yo. But yo, it was like, ah, that dog. Man, fuck this shit, nigga. You owe the fucking nigga Jason, like, a hundred grand a month or some shit like that, whatever it is. Uh, and you out here, like, kiki with this pretty, uh, like, this pretty black chick from the, like, the, the Democratic, can, whatever the fuck the party is, shit. And, and this nigga and fucking. Nigga Lorenz Tate is smacking up fucking white dudes and shit after fucking they bitches. It's, like, it, it's weird. I mean... They, 100 G's a month is a grip, too. I know. Y'all. I know. It is. It is. But, I mean, that's what I'm wondering why he ain't more focused on getting that than this fucking bullshit project with the nigga running for governor and shit. Man, I don't know. Mm. Maybe, maybe Anthony right, yo. Maybe we all right, power trash. But we're gonna keep watching yeah. because it's 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 we we, yo, we let me let you know, man. I'm gonna let you know, man. It, it's it's like this, y'all. It's like and this is how I know how fulfilled because I'll be feeling like this sometimes, y'all. Like it's like yo, you could do anything and you feel like you're doing it perfect. Like you spend all this time like trying to be perfect and shit. And no matter what you do, somebody gonna just say something. You know what I mean? And it could be somebody close to you, like that they pull out a blind spot that you thought you saw. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't do this, or you're not this for me, and all the rest of that. Like, 
I don't know. Y'all know. Yeah, I know y'all been in different relationships and all the rest of that like that. Like, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all the same type of thing. Like, somebody just, you know what I mean? Like, show, show like, your girl or, or even Alex, you have kids. Like, you know what I mean? Even your child will do some shit like that. You, you just pop, pull out some shit. Like, you swear you're trying to be perfect. You swear. It's a different type of thing when you're a black male. You know what I mean? Because, like, the, the, the spotlight is so different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the biases are so different. So you try real hard to, to be this thing, and then they'll just come out of nowhere, decipher, and just be like, nah, but you don't do this, or you, you're not that, you know what I mean? And if it's somebody close to you, like, in the relationship or some shit like that, like, that shit will fuck with you, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, that's facts. That's facts. I mean, I think we off the whole power shit, and, like, what you're talking about is, like, I mean, I don't know. You know that that whole saying "men are from Mars, women are from Venus" is is really is really a true statement when you're in a long-term relationship and you're really invested in that relationship. Because I mean, it's always been said that men try to fix things. So if, if if your lady comes to you and says there's a problem, you try to immediately okay. Well, what you say the water the water's overflowing. Okay, well let me go get a pump again. And that's not really what they want or really what they need. They just really want the faucet to keep overflowing sometimes and just have you listen to everything that they have everything that they have to say. Whereas men, we get to fix it more. Like we just want to get everything fixed because we're trying to move forward. There's I don't a, know, man. I don't know. I mean, I feel you on that. And that kind of, that kind of feel like something like the Steve Harvey like relationship shit or any kind of like real good relationship book like information. And I know that really goes for like maybe certain niggas, but there's a certain amount of motherfuckers out here that kind of like got a little not game but a little more like sensitivity to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I can usually tell when it's something that like okay, yes, yeah, she want me to step in and like fix the shit. Or it's one of the things where I know she already, she just won a vent, or that she already has, like, the answer that she really wants. She just want to talk it out. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, my whole thing is this, like, you can let them do that shit, but it's like, if you like a black man and shit, you trying to... And it's, like, maybe a moment, like, I can listen to, like, fucking, like, a dozen fucking, like, venting sessions and shit. But if it's my turn to say something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel as though the shit not listened to. You know what I'm saying? Right. I really do. Yeah. No, that's the, true. They don't be shit. fucking with what we got to say, y'all. That's a fact. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it, but it, like I said, it takes... It takes. It, it, there's a lot of give and take in a relationship. And if you're in a serious relationship, and I'm not... I'm, I'm, and I always say this because, you know, there's two different type of dudes out there. There's dudes that's just out there in a relationship that's fronting and then still doing whatever they're doing on the side and there's dudes that's really invested in what they got going on and those are the dudes that I'm speaking to and I think those are the dudes that you're talking about that are sitting there that are there that are trying to understand that are trying to listen that are trying to do you know what's needed within the household whether there be kids there or if it's just you and her 
And there's just a matter of they, they, they don't listen. They don't. They And you're right. You know what I'm saying? I'll, de- I'll definitely agree to that. But I just think it's a it's a matter of there was a um when I was in a and I don't have no problem saying this. But when I was in therapy, there was a the my therapist was telling me about the, the book, The Love Language. Actually, no, it wasn't even therapy. This was um the uh, the marriage pastors at my um at my church. They were talking about the love language and then how different people speak love languages in a sense and how you have to learn to speak her love language and she also has to speak your love language. That way you can have clear communication on what's going on and things like that. And I mean, I started reading the book. I didn't read the whole book, but I started to understand. I okay, did. Let, me pause, let me pause on it for a second. Though. Mm. You're talking about that love language shit, right? Yeah. Is it like, let me, let me get it straight. Is it one of them things where it's like, okay, I show love this way into listening to you talk about shit, you know what I'm saying, and really paying attention to you and give you feedback, but you might show love by, like, I don't know, like, sucking dick or making, like, really great sandwiches and shit, but you ain't never going to listen to me, but you always going to suck the dick real well and make me amazing sandwiches, right? It's like, um, it's it's it's, 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 it's the book. The He's Alice is talking about the book, the five love languages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And they they there's. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, Joe. I get Joe, what Joe was going. Joe. <laughs> no, I don't want to disrespect because Joe, what Joe is saying aligns more with what I'm thinking and and how I really look at, at shit. I mean, the five love languages is cool, and they've rewritten that book in, in all different types of ways for different types of people, whatever. But, you know, they just have different, like, angles on how they they um, they um they look at love. But I, I agree with, with um I'm more related to what Joe's talking about, where it's, um you know what I mean? Like, different, everybody got a different version of love. You know what I mean? And not everybody's version of love is going to fuck with your version of love. And some people's version of love is kind of fucked up based on, you know, we grew up on different advice, yo. I always look up, I always listen to, like, um, well, I always go back to, to what Frank Ocean said one time, pause. And it was like, I wish we grew up on the same advice. You know what I mean? Like, on in 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 that album, um, it was with the Channel Orange album. He was like, I wish we grew up on the same advice. And and that shit always like it reigns supreme to me because it's like Dag like that might be one of the major things uh, that 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 kind of comes up in relationships at some point in time, you know your your advice and the way you were raised and 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 the way you look and see things and shit like that's just gonna clash with another with another person sometimes and you guys have to figure out how to how to make that clash you know more mild or. Or um or even be able to comply with each other and all the rest of that. And, but yeah, no, for the love languages, Joe, just to break it down for you, it's not so right. it <laughs> but it's um <laughs> but it's receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, devotion, and physical touch. Okay. That's what they were talking about. Okay. Joe. But I knew what you was talking, talking about because like I was saying, like, I knew like, what you were talking about, but the, the book itself. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a self-help book and it's telling you, you know, how to love. It's not telling you different people's versions of love. Okay. okay. No, no. All the, the things you ran down, I've seen them before, probably yeah. in like blog posts and shit. But I never You've know. seen it probably a lot of times because yeah, a lot of people, they use like it the, even though they don't know they're using it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I see quotes or passages from the love language all over my Instagram a lot of times and they don't even know what the fuck that is. And and they've, written, they've rewritten the book uh, several times. You know, there's different like versions of it and shit like that. So I don't want to be here plugging up this book all day because I don't think it's the greatest book because ever. Because we have a book coming in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
But yeah, no, I mean yeah, back to yeah, back man. to what I was saying. Um, so well, yeah, so you was, was in therapy, just... um, and and they dropped the love language on you. No, no, I was actually uh, my uh, the marriage counselor. We don't marriage. big up marriage counselors here. We big I up said therapists. marriage past. I said marriage pastors. But my we don't big up pastors. Th- we big up therapists. So they, they, I'm just messing with you, Alex. Go ahead, man. <laughs> but um, they had they had suggested it because it's just and just in terms of communication because I mean I, I, you can see it I mean it doesn't you don't have to be in the middle of it but you can sit there yeah. in a room and just see how two people have a hard time communicating and you, if you're yeah. listening on the outside they're literally probably saying the same thing yeah. one is just not understanding the same thing they're both saying the same thing to get to the same point but yeah. one's just not understanding the other which you know I hate I hate right. It's like it's like it's like me and her or something like that, right? And I can see exactly what she's doing, you know what I'm saying? And I want to bring it up to it's like, yo, you're not hearing what I'm saying because you're doing this guy, whatever. Facts. It's like, yo, and it's like, it's like, huh. it's like you're not stupid, nigga. You smart. I know you yeah. smart. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't yeah. be in your feelings right now. Why? This is this. And it's like, huh? And I'm like, yo, you. Oh, so you gonna be dumb? Yeah. For this next 30, 40, 50 minutes and shit. Oh, they're going to take it there. Wow. Man. Women will provoke you and get mad when it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ah. In this movie, what's that? Who can play that game? I learned that shit. Real good. Transfer of aggression. Because they'll, they'll get you up. Get you in your feelings. Get you screaming. Get you punching a wall. Get you whatever. Walking outside or whatever it is that you do to kind of release some stress just to get away from the situation because you aggravated now they've gotten whatever they had to get off their chest and they sleeping like a baby you sitting there steaming mad but then once you calm down you can sometimes transfer that aggression back that's harmful i, I view it as harmful. my g they it's don't be they don't be sleeping like a baby too and, and, but so so now that we talk about books what alex just mentioned is another thing that 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 um a lot of people go to well, maybe not a lot, but it should be more popular to sell steam prophecy. And that's really the transfer of energy. You know what I mean? Like, yo, listen, if I give you positive energy, right, it doesn't take from me. You know what I mean? Now, it takes from me for negative energy and it takes from you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it, it's hard to be mindful of that when you're in an argument or you're in one of those conversations and it gets tense and you know, it goes back to what Frank Ocean said, like everybody's raised on different advice. You never know what brought them to this point. A lot of times their number one defense mechanism is their mouth. You know what I mean? That's true for a lot of people. You could tell, you know what I mean? And so if somebody's number one defense mechanism is their mouth, they're going to come with the attack first. Anytime they feel any type of pressure towards them, they're going to come with the attack first. And I mean, I, I, I get it. That leaves you in a, in, in a, in a weird, weird situation. And as a man, it's like it's hard to decide what to do with that. You know what I mean? Because if that's your man, he does that. And sometimes your man will do that. But, like, you get to, like, you get to physically attack your man. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Or you get to say something else. You know what I mean? You get to do all this type of stuff. And if it's, if it's your woman and she does this, you know what I mean? Like, you have to either take it or you have to know how to navigate that situation. Or, you know, like, if, you have, if you're like me, you know, I got, I got good enough spit game that I could deal with that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I know how to respond sometimes. And even if I'm not responding right, I, I, could, I could honestly say, man, I've never really called a woman the B word, like, and not even in an argument, yo. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That oh word word to mother like on everything I love and it's just shit just never you know why because like words come to me too well mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that would be at the bottom of the pile for me because it just doesn't come it just doesn't come up but I'll let you notice a lot of things that they might say to you might be the thing that make you want them to say that 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 make that make you want to say that and like so I understand if somebody else does I just know the way I'm built. I'm able to navigate um, situations with my words. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I don't know, Joe, you got anything else? I know you wanted to, you know, delve into the relationship and and the relationship talk a little bit. And I know it's something that we've been talking about getting into because, I mean, relationships are are complicated, whether you have a good one, whether you have a bad one, whether you're dealing with, um, and I know it's something that me and B could probably speak to it, whether you're dealing with, um, was not I don't want to say necessarily a single parent, but you're a parent. You are a parent that you're right. not with that uh, that mother or that father. So you know it gets complicated, especially when the other one starts dating and things and such. But there's just a lot that goes into, it. and it takes it takes a lot of patience. And I think as we matriculate through life, we gain the patience. But as as the generations go on, I don't think they have the ability to be as patient as we are right now being patient. I think that generation after us and the one after that one, they short, they microwave. Like they, they not, they not with it. They not, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know how they, I don't know how they will matriculate when they get older, if it will come or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's, it's yet to be seen. So, you know, we'll still, we'll continue to have those conversations and bring the th- bring some of those things up. I think each of us or four of us have unique uh, perspectives on relationship and uh, even parenthood right. and even being a step parent or anything like that. So I think those are interesting conversations that we would, that I know I would definitely like to have. And I think uh, that we should have, but on to, uh, you know, we'll call, I'll call him T sizzle and y'all can call him agent orange or whatever makes you more comfortable. What's right. up with the home? What's up with the home? What's up with the homie? Yo, yeah, I'm gonna be real. Mind, nigga. Nah, fuck that nigga. I, but no, nah, for real, like, finally the Democrats are stepping up and talking about they want to move forward as far as this impeachment shit goes. Um, I'm gonna be real with you, yo, because you know his 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 poll rating's been dropping like a motherfucker just because he does so much stupid shit. He's on everybody's head all the time. I I know why they never really wanted to impeach is because, you know it. You need the people on your side in a major way because the Senate is not gonna not gonna vote to impeach. Like so, no matter what the House does, the Senate mm-hmm. is just gonna let it let that shit float. But the nigga Trump been stealing from us, yo. Like the nigga Trump has has set up deals in different countries to where um, even if they fly in, like the Scotland deal that just that just popped up, even if you fly in a um, an airport. And that shit is far away, like you're going to stay at a Trump property. You know what I mean? Like that shit sounds crazy. He just set up the um the next G eight meetings or G seven meetings. He's gonna have it be G eight because he's inviting Russia. He set up the next uh, uh G seven meetings to be at his property in Florida. Like this dude is making money off the presidency, which in case you don't notice, is super illegal. You know what I mean? Like what is it? It's the emoluments clause. Shit is fucked up. So this nigga's out here walling, and finally the Democrats got off their ass and they ready to 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 take it dude to do. You been paying attention, Joe?
Hello? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. What happened? Everybody left. What y'all thought I was gonna talk for an hour? No, what happened was you started talking about Trump. I went to take a piss, nigga. Then I came <laughs> back. Alex. <laughs> you have to say something, yo. Alex if he do that, then I... yeah, he announced his shit. Ah, he put it damn. on the, the chat. My bad, my bad. What y'all All thought right. I was gonna talk for? I can't. So no I'm way. I'm going to hold down for a second and I come back. That's why you type this shit in there. All right, it's all good, though. Fuck. Is there a pickup point? I don't even fucking Cause know. Because I went, I, I got, oh, I, I took a piss and then I got this Gatorade. And the freezer. I, I like it, but it's chilly. But, yo, uh, um, damn it, man. Um, shit, I thought, I thought you, because you got into it good. I heard, like, impeachment, the Democrats put pussy like that. Like, if it's pissed, leave the Gatorade, I'll be right back. I really did not do much more. I know, but Alex left too, so there was nothing. And you know, mm-hmm. Ant don't talk. This nigga was on mute. Mm-hmm. All right, man, let's start some shit. We gonna wait for Alex to get back, or we just gonna? Oh yeah, back? that's right. He not even here. Fuck. Mm-hmm. What's this California bill shit? That's the shit where they passed in um California for the um so the college players can get paid. Oh, say no, I ain't super, yeah. I mean, they say it's super I think I did, NCAA, Oh, okay. Maybe I did know that shit. I think this shit dropped sometime yesterday night or the afternoon. What's all about it? I mean, that shit dope. Niggas can make money off their likeness and shit. Sign a um jerseys and cars and take pictures. That shit should have been the thing, yo. Yeah. Like, but the shit I don't know is like, okay, what does that mean for everybody else? Is it just, can you do it just in California? Is it just for who go to college in California? Is it Probably. just when you in California? Like, can you be like a nigga from like Notre Dame and shit in Michigan and you go out there in California, bang, you taking pictures? And you oh, true indeed. Mm. They should be able to do that shit. Like you'd be from out of state or something like that. Mm. Or like, say if you from California, mm. can you go to another state? Nah, they can't let you rock like that. I got citizenship in the state. That's probably mad words. But nah, this is um, I'm gonna Google it now since we kind of on the dead end. Even though it's still recording, so why not? Damn, y'all niggas just bounce. Yo, I really thought, like, okay, bang. And I planned it out. I'm like, I'm like, as soon as we hit the Trump, I know niggas can hold down Trump probably for like five minutes. I'll be going for two. But, nah, you got you. Yeah, I listened for a little bit before I left. That's probably a problem. Oh, I should have just left. Nah, you should have just said something. Mm-hmm. Then maybe Alex wouldn't have went. What the fuck is Alex at? Ah, uh, okay. The assembly passed it. <clears throat> this nigga Alex gone for two hours, man. This nigga. Yo. Yo, check on your strong friend, man. This nigga Alex, he might have that, that, that prostate shit. Um, nigga gone, man. I mean, you gonna be paying for Alex. To... Mm. He might need that. He might need the thing. I'm one. He like he he about the age they supposed to put a finger in his ass. Mm-hmm. 
Yo, we should talk about that shit on the pod, man. As soon as Alex come, we gonna ask him. He took a finger in his ass yet. <laughs> I said, yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's how you gotta do. Talk. Yeah. Pass the shit. Like, word. Word is born. What's the age for that, Anthony? Is it 50? 45. 45. 45 to 50. He right there. Mm-hmm. He about to have to fill that shit out. I wonder how often you gotta get that shit done. Do you just do it one time, or you got to do it, like, every year? Every year. Maybe three more, I guess, if you're trying to make sure you're trying to live. Yeah. I'll catch you early. Catch you early. <laughs> they be nasty niggas. They'll be like, up in the day, we catch it early. Hey, I wonder, <laughs> yo, I wonder how nasty some niggas is, though. Like, if you a doctor, right, if a nigga keep on asking to come back and shit, like, do you, like, who do you hit? He'd be like, yo, this nigga, like, <laughs> like what you supposed to, you know what I mean? How you shut that down? <laughs> you got to take the Hippocratic oath, right? Like, all that shit. You can't just be like, nah, I can't stick your, my finger in your ass today. Like, what if it's the doctor that like it too much? <laughs> he calling you back for extras and shit. Where's the boy? Like, yo, I need to put two fingers in your ass today. I can't oh, afford the copays. Nah, nigga, I got the copays. Go ahead, go ahead. Hell yeah, I take care of your copay and your deductible. You good, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Everything good over here. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn, doctors came up with a racket. They gotta be a better way, yo. They gotta be like a, some pill or some shit, like where I'll piss out purple if it's a problem. Yeah, you know what I mean? This day and age, yeah. Yeah, niggas should have bet. Nah, niggas they want to invent that because of doctors, man. They like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yo, I wonder how many niggas had they had to figure that as from a, from a, a female doctor. Mm. Like, I wonder how many doctors. I don't know. Like, I wonder what niggas prefer. Yeah, exactly. Because women, like, they go back and forth with the gynecologist thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I wonder what niggas, yeah, I wonder what niggas prefer. Like, all right, so you going to stick my your finger in my ass? Like, or all right, this dude will stick his finger in my ass. And I don't know. I mean, niggas don't want things in their ass. I know, but what's the thought process, though? Like, is it like, okay, I'm gonna go with this dude because this business, I'm saying, this medical shit, or I'm gonna go with this female because fuck it, there's fingers in my ass. You know, it's kind of sexual, you know what I mean? So I don't know, it depends how you look at it. It's just a procedure, then you go to just go to whoever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Or the old white man and shit, yo. Yeah, but you know, niggas probably be scared, like, Hmm. yo. If a dude sticks a finger in your ass, it'd be like, maybe you could play it off. Like, yo, all right, this is going to save my life, right? Mm-hmm. But if a woman sticks his finger in your ass, like, he, this shit might be kind of sexual. You know what I mean? Like, me, I know I, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. But With me, <laughs> I prefer an old black lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old, old black lady. Word is gone. An old white man who's like with them jolly old white men and shit. That's yeah, like, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with I'm with the old I'm with the old white man or the old black lady. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like 
the the old white man like this was his life dream. You know what I mean? To be whatever the fuck he is now. And then the old black lady, like I feel like she raised me or should be raising me right now. So you know what I mean? You might have to stick a figure in the ass to somebody you raised. You know, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So that shit was all right, man. But if they too young, like, oh, if you a bad chick, woman, young, finger in the ass doctor, my nigga, she probably get no business. <laughs> the bad, young, finger in the ass doctor? Nah, you ain't giving her business. Unless you like a, a dirty old nigga. Oh, yeah, dirty 100%. Old like, yeah. Dirty old niggas is definitely giving the bad finger in the ass. <laughs> the business. Dirty old I wonder what they old, old racist. Yo, I wonder if they, what they open in line is, yo. You know what I mean? Like, how you how do you get it popping? Because, you know, dirty old niggas just can't let it happen. They're going to say some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the dirty old nigga line? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh man, I'm about to ask Alex. He probably got ask one. me what. See, what up, Alex? I seen you with there. You should leave all this in. <laughs> now, what you about to ask? No, I was going. <laughs> I was going to ask you, yo. First off, I kind of want to ask you, yo, like it, like when you got to get your prostate checked out, right? Mm-hmm. What do you want the finger that in the ass doctor to be? A woman or a male? Oh, I don't care. Whatever gets the job done. That ain't no big deal. Man. You don't want anybody sticking his fingers in the ass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit don't matter, man. Get this shit done. Shit literally does matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I feel you, but, like, I, I'm, I'm too uh, weird. Like, my mind traveled too much for that. No, I but have, have you ever had a prostate exam? Nah, but I'm not, I'm not there yet, man. Oh, but, I mean, I, I, I've had it. That shit is, that shit is wild uncomfortable. When a nigga just tell yeah. you, hey, we're going to give you a prostate exam, they say okay. that shit nonchalantly. Bend over one to fucking and hold on to the, the damn the bed shit. And, oh, damn. And they damn, act like that shit. They fucking they stick make you they hold head. it? Yeah, you got to hold on to the joint. You got, what, makes you, what makes you comfortable? They just say hold on to it, but it's a whatever makes you comfortable. Because you got to literally shit. You, For lack of a better term, you bending over doggy style. They stick their fingers in like some jar gas uh, Vaseline or some shit and go in. And I'm making it sound graphic, but literally that's that's literally what it is. And everybody should get one when it, you know what I'm saying when it's time or whatever the you know the parameters are. <laughs> you should get one like that. Oh man, no, that's no, right. 100% you should get. That's one. why I'm really being. That's why I'm saying this no. so nonchalantly because I think it's that serious. No, 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 no. We like all right. So just and maybe I missed. Uh, I, 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 right. You know, truth be told, I stepped away for a minute. So yeah, I might no. come in no, on no. jokes and not realizing it. Yeah, you came in on jokes at the end of me realizing something serious in time, and then I realized your age, and I, I, I said, Joe, uh, Ali's definitely had, had had to have a prostate shit, and then then I went into the idea of who we would want to have it. You know what I mean? What would we prefer? What makes somebody prefer one over the other? We were going into it like that. It was jokes, but it was based on realizing the fact that that shit is serious and you need to have it, especially at a certain age. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I mean, you say now age, like I got. I think I got my first one at thirty-eight. 
Mm, you couldn't wait. I'm 38. We all. Nigga was mad excited. He's like, yo. Nah, 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 the doctor was like, yo, you had a prostate exam? He was like, I was like, nah. He was like, all right, we'll turn around. Oh, that doctor nasty as fuck. What does he look like? What does he look like? The doctor said, damn, this nigga's not even going to give me a chance for a reach around? What's happening? Yeah, this nigga's a dirty old man. What does the doctor look like? He said, what? What do you look like? Dude? <laughs> no, no, it was an older Jewish doctor. He's you know, a, oh, he got the old white man. He got the old white man. Oh, okay. Mm. And Jewish nigga. Shouts to the Jewish people. Not, not <laughs> to there's anything wrong with that. Mm-mm. Yo, that shit crazy. Alex, yeah, man. That shit is wild. So if she was a young... You just feel pressure, and it's just uncomfortable because as a man... You never, you know what I'm saying? You've never been, and I'm not talking about, as a man, you've just never been told to turn around, as, excuse right. me, most heterosexual men have never been told told to turn around and just bend over like that and then you oblige. You know what I'm saying? It's an uncomfortable, it's an uncomfortable Did you feel it like it's, immediately? Did you like, no, Joe, on some real shit, I was confused. I was like, what? I didn't under, I didn't understand I didn't understand what he was trying to, okay. I didn't understand what he was trying to say like I it didn't register with me what he was saying so I, I was like what do you mean and he was just like oh I'm going to give you a prostate exam since you never had one so in my head I started counting I was like I thought you were supposed to get that shit at forty but then I was like nah mm-hmm. I don't know maybe I should get this shit early maybe you know what I'm saying I, maybe you may find something that early or some shit like that as opposed to <laughs> waiting on some. You know what I'm saying? Something happened. Oh, I was going to get it done now. And... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he's digging it, he's going to get early shit. That's so crazy. crazy. So, <laughs> so I admire Alex, though, because, like, I'd have lied about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Y'all niggas would have asked me. Yeah, I would have like, man, I get that so I, the reason I, The reason I wouldn't lie about it, Um, uh, most people know my man, Ice Pick, that we yeah. work together in the oh, industry, man. like, passed away. Due to that, so right. like that's why that's why I kind of speak to it. Like if you ever see, um, if anybody follows Swiss, he's big on it. You know, do mm-hmm. it's big. So it's 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 just it's a thing. So I never yeah. like I'm never, I'm never afraid. I'm never afraid to speak about it. Yeah, yeah I mean, but you was also extra hype like, about it too. Like the shit is the shit is weird. Like when you go in there and literally the nigga says, "Well, have you had a prostate exam?" And you say, "No." Yeah. He goes, "Well, oh, now just turn around and drop your pants." Like that, that shit sounds crazy. Why? It's funny, and now that's why I said I don't have a problem laughing at because that shit is funny. Nigga in the room is you well, and him. Like, and he tell you that to hold on to the bars. Yeah, big ass white jaw of some shit you never mm-hmm. seen before. I'm like, is that the shit you put on the mom's belly to feed? The- I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I really didn't. Hey, watch out, Nah. Yo, so what if it was a bad chick though? You let her do it, or you would say you ask for somebody else? Nah, I let anybody do it. You would let a bad chick stick his, stick the thing in your ass? What if you were like fresh out of the shower? What if you was like, you know? Wait, what did what did Anthony say? Absolutely, Anthony was nasty nigga. Hey yo, Anthony, stop using those words, yo. yo I'm saying I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dying no masculinity. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll die over some masculine shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. The, fun, the funny shit is it's done because he's fucking taking so much fucking KY jelly to your ass cheeks or whatever. When you go to when you fucking pull your pants up, your shit is fucking <laughs> while moist down that shit is uncomfortable as fuck. Yo, you had you had you let like, a man make your ass moist? 
Hey, man, it happened. <laughs> and at that point, you was like, fuck it, yo. Yeah. That nigga had offered you fucking $1,000 for some freaky shit. That's your job. Like, How does Alex know that it didn't happen, yo? It ain't like he could just turn around and shit. That white man joint by the bill. Alex, yo! That white man fucked Alex. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next topic? Trump is going to win the re election. I don't even know where y'all at. We went on, y'all went over there. Um, we, 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 the, 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 we, we, we talked about Trump, then we talked about, you know, uh, prostate shit. Like, and we won't leave it all in because, like, fuck it. Yeah, um, you should leave it in. I hope, I hope you do. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. everybody can laugh about it, but I hope everybody takes it serious. Yeah, and go, my, go, <laughs> yeah <laughs> nah, that shit might say, yo, yo, like, Anthony, man. Yo, can you say it in a serious voice? I'll, I'll try. Let me try. <clears throat> try what? Yeah, but in all seriousness, seriousness, let me get this out. Um, everybody should, you know, you get to around forty years old, have your prostate yeah. checked because you don't want to uh, check out here early because of like fucking colon cancer, prostate cancer, any kind of shit you put it more early. You know, um, especially black men, we don't go to the doctor enough. Oh, that's enough. a fact. And um, we're black men out here talking about this in like a joking manner because you know, it's funny, but. Yeah, get yourself right. checked make, out. If you have, and if you have a history of like cancer or anything like that in your family, you might want to go at like thirty-five. You know, you might want to yeah. go a little earlier. That's really maybe thirty. You know, what I'm saying if you're freaky, go right. at like twenty-one and just get like queer. Yeah, go back. You know, you yeah. might. Ah, you know. Anyway, yeah. Next time. Yeah. yeah. God bless. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Joe. Hit up with the God bless. Um, recently, California law, California lawmakers passed. Uh, bill allowing student athletes to make endorsement deals. So I'm reading this from Yahoo, uh, article by Ryan Young. Um, the California State Assembly unanimously unanimously passed a bill on Monday that will allow student athletes in the state of California to profit from the use of their own name, image, and likeness, um, according to what is called the Fair Pay to Play Act. It passed with a 72 to zero vote. Uh, with seven members not voting, uh, and now it goes to Gavin, excuse me, to Governor Gavin Newsom's desk. It was amended after it's, it passed the state Senate, however, meaning it will need to return there for a revote before it can go to Newsom. Mm. So they, they've done some amendments, and you know, where they'll have to go back and go to a revote. And they're looking for the law for it to become into law as of January 1st, 2023. Um, before we get into it, let me just read a just let me just read a comment that came from the NCAA, so so we can you know have a full conversation about it. The NCAA did not comment on Monday's vote. However, they've already come out in stark opposition of the bill, and even reportedly threatened California schools in a letter by implying that they could be banned from NCAA championships should they should the bill be passed. And the NCAA said it would be impossible to host fair national championships in California, based upon that. So. Um, who wants to start? Who wants to take this one first? Yeah, okay. I was about to say, okay, I'll go first. I think, yeah, you um, go first. Yeah, you go yeah. first, man. You, you have the great insight yeah. on things like this. Um, I, I actually, I actually agree with the NCAA. 
um, in this. Uh, I do understand the fact that you should that um, a lot of costumes, and we can just really focus like you know something that we know specifically about, like the Fat Five, and all the money that they generated with their style and everything that they were about during the '90s, during that Michigan '90s run that they had, and the amount of money that they generated and the money that they did not get. And how, you know, they were, I don't want to necessarily say struggling to eat, but they were, yeah. you know, they weren't reaping the benefits that the school, the millions upon millions of dollars the school was reaping. And I'm not even talking about on the court. I'm talking about what they did off the court. You know, what, like a, I believe it was Jalen Rose that said he was walking by Foot Locker and he saw his jersey in, in the store, Chris you know, Weber. looking like it was sold out. He could, Chris Webber, oh, he couldn't even, yeah. you know. Go get a go get a hamburger. Yeah. Chris Webber asked so, him, "Yo, could you give me? Could you give me for a slice of pizza?" It's like, "Nah, nigga, I can't give you that shit. You can't get this pizza. It's crazy." So, I mean, so I do under I do understand that you know the the having the ability to, to for your own likeness and name and everything like that, but for it to be mandated from the NCAA standpoint, it would have to be across mm. the board, and then I could see why the NCAA would have to then ban them from championships because then it gets skewed because everybody will go to those California schools and nobody would attend the other schools because everybody would be trying to go get the deal. This so is that, very interesting. This is very interesting. Mm. I know you and Brian are cousins. I did not know that you and I were related as well. You are my uncle, my uncle Tom. Fuck you, you You're uncle Tom ass nigga. Fuck you, nigga. I mean, all due respect, Sean. Fuck you, man. How can you not say you want these kids to be able to get their money? You know what I'm saying? The fact that this isn't going into effect if it gets passed until 2023, and that means the NCAA has the time to fucking catch up and get along with it, or these other states have a chance to, like, do it themselves. If all of these fucking states get to it. Yeah, but I'm saying... That's fully what I said. That's what you said. What you started out with, you started out and saying that you was in opposition of it. Yeah, and I said I didn't say until all the schools, all the states have these, all the schools have these oh, same rights. No, no, yeah, but you, still, but, but still, still, your major point being against it, man. I'm just throw it out Go there, ahead. man. I don't got a lot on this, except for I'm for, I want all the college players' names to be in, like, the college basketball game on, yes. on you know what I mean, on Xbox and shit like that, like, and you know, if I like playing uh, with, with Duke, who has such and such player more than another team, like, they should get money for that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that, so I don't know, you know, I don't know how to be in opposition of it, I, you know, I want it to get passed and get done, I don't give a fuck if college players make, um, make money. You know, when I was in college, I was able to make money. When Joe was in college, he was able to make money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, maybe we're, we weren't maximizing it on, on the same things when we got out of college, but we could have. Like, you look at um, uh, who's, the, who's the guy that, that started Facebook? What's his name? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, Mark right? Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg literally used Harvard to create Facebook. As a matter of fact, it was a Harvard website. You know what I mean? It was literally set up just for Harvard at first. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's using the college, using the college means to, to uh, uh, blow up and exploit it afterwards. And that's literally the same thing that these athletes are doing, except for they getting played by Rape on You Records, mm -hmm. which, you know what I mean? 
which is deciding like, all right, you can't make any money off this shit, even though my school, the school makes money off of it. And that's kind of fucked up because they should be able to sign autographs and get bread off of that. And the other shit about it is it's not like people say, well, you know, these colleges give these kids a chance to uh, do this. They literally look for the best motherfuckers yeah. since they are like children and like keep an eye on them and fucking stalk them until yeah. they are old enough to have them come play for their programs and not get no bread. I mean, yeah. you are like, they, they're literally taking the best of the best. They were taking like any kid with like a C average and like to play ball and shit and throwing them out there. Yeah. I rape the niggas, pause. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you were literally, and if the, if the name of the game is literally, literally find the absolute best prospects and bring them here, people who are at this point in time, it's, it's like crazy than ever now because with fucking... Um, YouTube, Instagram, all this other shit. These motherfuckers go into college with millions of followers, millions of views right. on highlight reels and dunks. So these are not fucking amateurs. These are not people with like out need notoriety. These are, yeah. you know, the next crop of professional athletes that are going to not get paid for playing a very professional game. That's a fact. On national television, and like it's. Well, fuck it, man. Shout out to California, man. Like, yeah. even if it is like, if it is an unfair advantage, niggas might want to rush out to California. Do that shit. Man. Yeah, I mean, shit. It, first off, man. Listen, man. If people, if, if some, if California was set up in a way that everybody who is a major athlete had to rush out to California, guess what would happen? The rest of these states would correct themselves. And they'd be doing the same shit because they know they need to get the athletes. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. If California created an unfair competition, guess what? It's not really called unfair competition. It's literally just called competition. California is one step ahead on the competition. Then y'all better get to California or get on California's wavelength. Yeah. I mean, it's it's coming one way or the other, especially... Um, Pause. Um, I can't really say, I don't know, I can't really speak to MLB, but it's definitely coming in for uh, the NFL and that and the NBA with the G League popping up and then also this XFL League that's going to be starting next year where a lot of these players are going to have the opportunity to now go, when I was when I was uh, working for the NBA, the D League, the top D League player was only getting paid like maybe, I think it was at the time, $20,000, $30,000. But now Ooh. since Gatorade has put their stamp on it now you can get up upwards to like a hundred thousand and things as such so you can take the hundred thousand if you and let's just say zion and if you go directly to the d league to the g league you can get an endorsement you know what I'm saying? and gatorade's right there to be your first big time endorser because they you know to stand next to right. so you can look you can look right past what's happening in california or just in general you could just say well look if you don't want to pay me and i need and i want to get paid for what the amount of money, the millions of dollars you're gonna make off of me, then I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take my, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take my my services over here. And the same thing with the XFL; those players are getting paid upwards to about two hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Which is more than, well, not more, but you know, half of the minimum that you would get in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You could take your talents over there, and with the the you know millions of dollars that uh 
the WWE, uh, uh, whatever his name is, I can't think of it, uh, yeah. is put into that. You know what I'm saying? And, and the billionaires that are also yeah. buying, yeah, that are also invested in that, that's going to be a sustainable league. So all of True. these colleges are going to have to, the system is broken, but there's now there's these other outliers that are now coming into play that they're either going to have to self-correct themselves or they're going to falter and lose a lot of the plays that they want. Facts. But, yeah, they definitely, I mean, you know, and I hear Alex on all the major leagues coming up with these G leagues and shit like that. But they still, you know, these are student athletes. And so mm-hmm. they should be able to be students and be athletes at the same time and get bread. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't understand the situation with that, man. If you're bringing in that much money to a school, man, shit, I need my paper, man. Yeah, no, nah, and I get it. Like I said, that that documentary on the just the Fab Five alone. If there it, was salary, you know what I would even support, and I know this may sound well, I would even support a capped out salary scale for different players. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So where you know this player might make, even if it was something like thirty to forty thousand dollars a year, because you know what that means in college. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So like, even if it was that. For like their major play, if they if they reach certain marks or something like that, or or if they coming out as as this type of recruit in high school or something like that, so like I would I would support something like that as well. You know what I mean? Just they need to get some bread, man, because they doing a lot of work. Like yeah. I would understand you saying that they're like interns or lower level, but they're you know they're bringing in so much bread. It's 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 a mm-hmm. different. It, it's not an intern level. That's high school, right? Right, and you know, when, especially when you talk about the NCAA, and if you from um, college football started now, and the, the SEC, the SEC network alone for college football brings in like hundreds of millions of dollars between the bowl games, between those big games with Alabama versus LSU or who have you. Those they bring in millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. One of the things that I thought about, and this was probably about maybe seven or eight years ago, I was saying, well. Maybe if they set up, and this was just my first initial thought about it, was maybe if they set up something like a 401k plan. So if you, you know, you go through it and they, they are contributing money to some 401k, so when you graduate or when you leave, you can cash that out. Or you could do whatever you want to do, whether you have, you maybe you want to roll it over to something else, but maybe you can have those that money in there so that you can, when you cash out, when you leave school, you can get that money. If they're saying they have a problem with you getting it while you're there, you have that money that's just building while you're in school. But the other thing oh, players yeah. have also gotten around. You need to end talk, school, Brad. No, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get your money. You could get whatever you get. Yeah. Like, how have you structured? I'm just saying that was just an idea. But you say you don't the, get it until you're done, though. No, no. Like, all of the no, I'm saying all of them. After, after, after you're done be. being slaves to the school, <laughs> they will give you the 40 acres in the mule. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's how, how, you, however you want to put it. But the point is you still get the money. This is not about not, that you're not getting the money. You're getting the money. So whether you fraction off a cost that says you can get, I don't know, I'm just throwing out numbers. Let's just say you're Reggie Bush. You accumulate 250000 in your 401k or whatever, but you get an extra 10000 on top of that per year, but you get the whole thing when you leave the school or however it breaks down. I'm not saying you get it. You get it all right now, up front while you 17, 18 years old. How school, much you, you get just, while you're in the school? No, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I didn't think the whole thing. Yeah, through. that should have been the major part of what you're talking about. Still, still get, still get the money. 
Yeah, but any nigga just talk about, all right, four years later, you can get this bread. Nah, you don't have to be there four years. If you did, Giant is there. Yeah, a year exactly. later, you can get this bread. You think Giant ain't gonna fuck mean? about that bread a year later where niggas just yeah. fall over themselves to get him? You like can't do that, Alex. Dollars. We need that then. Like, you need why? some of tell it me, then. Tell me, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Tell me why you need it right now. Because so, college is different and you putting in the work for it. No, 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 no. Tell me why. You're saying you need it right now. I didn't say you can't. So you could get a, a fraction of it. You say, hey, I need to supplement X, Y, and Z. Okay. And I'm again, I'm just throwing out random numbers. Let's just say you, you get 10,000. You didn't say you get a fraction, if, if you I did. I literally said, I didn't think the whole thing through. I said, maybe you get, and I said, and I said 10,000 before, but you get the remaining of it. And I just said, if you, Reggie Bush, and I'm using somebody high profile, you get 200,000. Let's say that that's what you maxed out at because you was only there two years. You maxed out at 200,000. But you needed ten thousand extra to supplement, or then you just the same way you would file for a four hundred one k for a hardship for your family. You can get access to the money the same way you can get access to your four hundred one k. I wouldn't want to have to file hardship, but I I think you're onto something a little bit more when you say that. I I, I would um like the idea of I don't want it to have to be hardship for me to be able to get my get some money out. But if if they cap the amount of money that I'm going to get, uh, like I wouldn't mind that if I still get my money off the back end. But you needed. You know, you do need access to your money, so I, yeah. I it makes more sense. I rather have my shit up front while I'm doing the fucking plan for the team, right then and there. You know, what I'm saying that's me, and it wouldn't even be about just oh because I want to go get me a Rolex and shit, because I want to go get this. Nah, man, you might want to get your mom's like fucking a better apartment and shit, so she don't yeah. get shot up in a fucking ghetto that year. You got to play in college. And shit. Yeah, yeah, you know of course, man? that's what I'm saying. And the only reason I'm saying hardship is because I'm using 401k terms yeah. as yeah. But yeah, those are the things, yeah. You would definitely be able to crack into that, whatever that is, and you would be able to use it. You would be able, you would have access to it. But I don't know if you would want to give kids access to all their money right then and there. How many, how many do you think do you think that would do you don't think that would be detrimental? Because you're talking about you. You're different. They'd get smarter younger. Say what? You They'd get smarter dope? younger. I mean, I don't, see what I happened. Don't, I don't know. You know, it would be dope. It would be dope if they gave them kids, like, along with that money, they gave them some, like, real, like, finance. I know, do they do that in college? Or they do have that kind of shit in, like, uh, I know you said they have in, like, the league and shit. Yeah. They, no, in college. they, don't, do, they don't teach financial, financial literacy shit. in college. They should do that with their parents. <laughs> they teach you the true. exact opposite. Stay away from this person. If this, you know, the NCAA laws, they give you the whole. They give you the entire education on the laws of what you can't, where you can't get money from, and things like that. But they don't educate you on if you do, you know, your work study or whatever. Those kids have some type of stipend of some sort. I'm assuming that they can get work and get whatever they can get and how to manage that and stuff like that. So I mean, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's going to be an ongoing discussion. Like I said. It's 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 you coming to a head. No stuff. Them niggas get it. Um, sorry. Nah, that. Now all I'm saying is, from what I hear, all them niggas get it's like an unlimited food plan, so they don't got to be starving or begging like they used to back in the day, and that's about it, yo. Is that true though? Because that's the way. Nah, so but I, what's my man? What's my man name? Um, from Connecticut. Uh, they eat special uh, feast though. They don't have to eat it to mess all with the rest of them. She said something. What was my man from Connecticut that got drafted by Miami? 
that won the national championship. Sh- Shaquille, Sh- um, Napier. Oh, Shabazz Napier. Yeah. Remember he had that story where he was saying he couldn't get something to eat? He I was saying so. that. Yeah, Maybe, but that, that, that might have been before they, they, they gave the niggas the... Uh... He, he's the reason, I think that... Not he's the reason, but I think stories like that was the reason why they made sure these motherfuckers have like some damn near unlimited access to food like they should. Right, and they and they been should have had they been should have had that. I mean, that's only mm-hmm. Shabazz Napier. Like what? Only like maybe five or six years ago that we talking. So they that should have yeah, been. Yeah, but they they <laughs> was getting unlimited food plans though. You can oh, okay. get an unlimited food plan. They just they and most of the time they eat in a different place for every than everybody yeah, else where they get the better food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my cousin played for Florida State. He they was having damn. He had the option of lobster and all type of different stuff. But a lot of that was really due to the boosters, the size of the, you know what I'm saying? But if you were, you know, HBCU, you don't have a lot, you don't have access to a lot of that because you're, because of the size of your school, even other, even some of the other smaller schools as well. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, there's all these other leagues popping up. It's going to happen. It's coming to a head. The NCAA is going to have to catch up if they aren't already looking at it. So it's, it's, it's coming to a head. Um, This week, well, this past week after, actually yesterday was the uh, last game of the opening of the NFL season, which ended with a bang. Uh, um, but actually, even before we get into that, I got to just really <laughs> talk about my these dumbass Raiders and this whole AB situation. So if you wasn't aware, the Raiders traded for AB, AB <laughs> went nuclear and got himself kicked off the team. And now, <laughs> and now is a part of the New England Patriots. But he's a there's there's gonna be a lot more that comes out after that. Because he went he um there's actually a report that I read today that um he went out and he hired a social media a social media firm as well as a social media strategist to orchestrate the whole situation. So he yeah, may I get it, but it's but it's really gonna mess it up for any for everybody else because you know when that CBA comes up, they're gonna put all type of stipulations in there. That's just gonna really shut down all the other players because of what. But only did. after the Patriots get another Super Bowl, Tom Brady gets another one. They get to act like he's the great one. I mean, he, he was getting that regardless, but you know, whatever, my nigga. <laughs> and in and around. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm gonna get shut up. Do do you do you or Joe want to speak to the the performance of your Giants? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah. You know, most of my, I know me, me and Brian's team, Raiders won last night beating Denver. Yeah. Jameis Winston is trash. Nah, 49 smacked up one. You know what I mean? Seamus team, Seamus Jameis. The Jameis shamed us because he had to play against the 49ers and the 49ers defense and Jimmy G. It's a shame because uh, James Winston is in the last year of his contract, so he's not gonna. It's literally two hundred million dollars waiting for him on the table that he's just right. blown away right now by his performance. Nah, he's play, He's a great player. Everybody, Alex is just hating. He just had a hard time against the 49ers because we're better than people expected us to be, and that's what Alex is talking to America. Uh, the Browns, everybody's favorite Super Bowl hopeful, they got beat by thirty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by the Titans, 
which was hilarious. Um, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray had a great debut as a uh, as a number one overall pick. Um, he had a dismal first, basically three and a half quarters, but that last quarter and a half, he was brilliant, bringing them back from down, I believe, seventeen. To, and that game ended in a tie. You rarely see a football game end in a tie. Uh, that yeah, game ended in a tie. <laughs> it is. It is. It is stupid. Um, anybody who watched the game last night, Houston versus uh, New Orleans, was basically, uh, yeah, that was that game. That game was ridiculous. It was a you know touchdown oh, thrown in the last really? thirty seconds, and then the New Orleans Saints came. New Orleans Saints came back with thirty seconds to go to kick a field goal and win it on a sixty-yard field goal. So, again, great opening to the uh, season. There's, I know everybody's everybody's checking their fantasy. I know we got a fantasy league right now that none of us was drafting in because we was on the phone. Nigga, you I mean, set up the time. I didn't even think draft. about it. Yeah. I remind you. <laughs> 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 I'm like, let me remind this man. That's crazy. <laughs> Alex was hilarious with that. <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, there's some things wrong with um, AB that we probably have to look into further. Before we could really uh, comment on it, we got some there's some acquisitions uh, being thrown around. And, uh, shout out to the Jags who lost their quarterback on the first, I think, first or second series of the season. Yeah. Nick Foles was out for the year with a broken clavicle. Yeah, yeah, that's the. You should been bobbing and weaving. <laughs> you got paid though, right? Yeah. Can I get paid? I'm just trying to get some cash. Yeah. Other than that, um, I think we kind of covered everything. I don't have anything. Um, I don't have anything else. Just go listen to the Sir album. That's about it. Oh, that Sir shit is crazy. That's the only shit I listen to. Oh, I listen to Sir. I listen to Snow Allegra, and I started listening to the chick that's opening up for Snow Allegra now. Um, her name, I'm about to pull up her name right now. Her name is Baby Rose. Yo, she does not look like how she sounds. Yeah. Yo, honestly, man, it's an acquired taste. I'm going to put you like that. She does not look like how she sounds. Like, look at her face. She's not going to sound like that. <laughs> I promise you, yo. Just go listen. Matter of fact, just go listen to the album just so you can hear what I'm talking about, man. Let's see what I'm talking about. What the heck? Was it to myself? Yeah, yeah, that's the last one I've seen from today. Yeah, to myself. That's it. Damn, I just thought, yeah, I'm going uh, to check that out. Yeah, you go listen to that. Hey, uh, where's Joe at, man? Joe, you left? I don't know. Not at all. I'm right here. All right, man. Wrap us up, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, as always. Oh, I ain't oh. know. Not Here enough. we go. Now, I mean, God bless everybody, you know what I'm saying? God bless yeah. us all, all and all and shit. That's what the nigga said. Uh, yeah, man, God bless. But no, Alex, uh, Alex <laughs> tell, tell us, tell us, tell, tell everybody goodbye, Alex. Nobody tells everybody goodbye like you do, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, as always, we thank you for listening to the Better Than You pod. And you can always get at us on IG at Better Than You pod. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace. Fuck line.